chaos is everywhere. Okay, good. For a minute, I wasn't sure if it was actually going to go through, but there we are. How's it going, buddy? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good. Just playing some mud out, fallout, throwing mini nukes around like they're candy. So that's yeah. fun. Uh, hi, everybody else. Welcome to Chaos Ever. I am your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there, he did see Elvis. That's Mr. Artie Vice. Yeah, yeah. Get it, get it. Oh. Good one. Uh, I was wondering how you react to that one. And uh, today we are doing, I don't even, I think I should come up with a name for this, but we already used roulette for something else. But uh, we're randomizing our chances of seeing the Royal Rumble. Uh, I have a random number generator on the lap. Is set Royal to go chaos. from one. Fuck you and your perfect wordplay. Um, <laughs> is set to go from one to 35. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. It's when I hit the button, it'll tell us which one we're watching, Woo! except for 94 and 98, just because we've recently done both of those. So uh, we'll skip them and redo if we happen to get one of those two. All right. Um, yeah, I'm ready to hit the random button. So let's Come see. What on, we one. Gave it a three second delay just for effect. And it's number three. Oh, close. Oh, close. Yeah, you were close. I wasn't expecting oh, to go oh, that early. What'd you say? Testing. Testing. Kind of hear myself. Can you hear yourself still? Testing. Nope. We're All right. Good. That's just been a weird moment. All right. So that would be Royal Rumble 1990. And uh, let's just get the this year I was born. Uh, I was born the year the Rumble started. So mm-hmm. screw all of you. And now just getting to the part. If you get to the part before I do, let me know. Like I how far will, we go. Try my best. Because we don't want to watch the Rougeos versus the Bushwhackers. I mean, maybe we I do. I sure as shit don't. <laughs> uh, Brother Love, Sapphire, no. Big Boss Man, Jim Duggan. Oh, yeah, this is when Boss Man's still a bad guy. No. All uh, right, I think I found oh, I think we're it. Yep, I'm at 138.53, which is Finkel. Yeah. And... One second. All right. Oh, shit. Come on. You said 138.53? Yep. All right, well, I'm doing this. Let me All right, I'm ready. On. Subtitles. Mm-hmm. On. Okay. All right, so one... hit play in 3, 2, 1, play. And that part, which is the part I was scared of, went much smoother than I thought it was going to. So that's good. Uh, The one thing about the Royal Rumble that I didn't remember as a kid, like from when I was a kid, because I guess my memories just started about the time they started doing it, is that uh, for most of it, I guess, for a long time, they didn't actually play the people's music when they came out. Except for the first two. And drawing number one, because money can't buy everything, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Now, I don't know for sure, because I actually have to stop and think about who won 1990. I know who won 88. Pretty sure I know who won 89. Not sure about 90. Don't. But I do think that uh, Tibiasi might be our Iron Man of the Rumble, which when you guys hear uh, 94 later on this week, uh, I'd explain to DJ Man what the Iron Man of the Rumble is. I don't have to explain it to Mr. Vice. Nope. That's me, uh, <laughs> that's me giving you a tease to watch another Rumble match. <laughs> give you all that explained. Oh, my God. Coco, beware. The Birdman. Oh. Where did Frankie go? Like, somebody just ran with Frankie. Like, he's gone already. Right. What are your thoughts on Coco Beware? Do you like, you might, you're a little younger, so you might not even have much of a memory of him. I but... don't have much of a memory. 
I think if he were like around today, he might have been a bigger star. But I'm not 100% sure because, like, one, mm. he would be groundbreaking for what he did, but now wouldn't be much as far as high right. flying goes. But he did have the charisma with the bird and everything, but would that get over? I don't know. I It wouldn't have even been a thing today. Yeah. Also, this part wouldn't uh, go over. I, uh, another podcast I like that talks about old school wrestling said it's really weird that black people and basically anybody that's considered a barbarian are the ones that can do the hard head gimmick. Yeah. And they're not wrong. Like, never question as a child, but it's, it is weird. Oh, you know what? I think I do remember who won. Eh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this, of course, for everybody that doesn't know, is before the rule about going on to WrestleMania. That doesn't come until 93, so... This is just for the pride and the love of the rumble. <laughs> this is for nothing. Ooh. Oh, Coco. Coco, why? Virgil, kick him a few times while he's down there. Yeah. You're still under contract, Million Dollar Man. Ooh, I always feel... Yeah. I always feel such a badass when I'm in a video game and I get to eliminate somebody in the Royal Rumble, like, and I'm the only one in there, but it's so hard to do that in a video game because they keep coming. Oh my god, it's Marty Jannetty! Marty Jannetty. One half of the Rockers, the the tag team that will always be a tag team. Yep, they will never split. I feel like this really was a big... Um, showcase for DiBiase because they're giving him both these high energy smaller guys for him to work off of. How dare you touch me, Janetti? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're stuck with a really shitty teammate and you'll eventually become a breakout star. <laughs> you will be Intercontinental Champion two times. Yeah, two times. <laughs> um, I think this is like one of the only Royal Rumbles, because we don't have the, the thing on, but I think it's one of the only Royal Rumbles that Tony Schiavone uh, was the commentator for, because it's like in that weird year where he worked for WWF. No. I think it's the year. I'm... Like I'm not. Somebody just said Tony, and I'm like, who else would be commentating except for Tony? And it's the right time period for it. Well, Janetti. You guys better slow down. It's gonna be a long rumble. <laughs> that was. That was almost exactly the same elimination that Coco did. I know. What we're learning is high flyers in the late 80s, early 90s were not smart. Nope. No, they were not. Not a great shot when you can see all the seats they have to leave empty for the heavy or the steady cam. Yeah. Who's it going to be? Uh oh. This is they either leaving. Ahead of you. Yeah, no, I, I, I said the other way after you. Like, I, I think we're about the same. It's fine. I think this is leading into WrestleMania six, if I remember correctly. These two will fight at WrestleMania six. Can't trust the snake. Get him, DiBiase. I mean, not a bad strategy. You put him to sleep, but technically you haven't eliminated him if you put him to sleep. Yeah. Ref, why is it legal for him to have a snake there in the rumble? Uh-oh, short arm clothesline. There you go. 
Nobody gets up from that. So um, I know we have chaos for inside next week where we'll get into it in more detail, but uh, my 10% on Darby Allen winning the TNT's out turned out to be true. Right. Uh, on the Not going to lie, I didn't see it coming. Yeah, no, I like I, I really felt like after it happened, I was like, oh, I should have been more sure of myself because it just seemed like everything was set up with the hometown and the steam pep talk and all that. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know where it's going, which I think is part of the reason you didn't want to call it because like Joe seemed like having such a good direction calling himself the exactly. king of television. Yeah. And now that Darby has it, I don't know what you do with it, but yeah. I was right. Uh-oh. Oh, that's a macho weird outfit. Hippie. Yeah, that's a weird outfit for Savage. I mean, right. this is Macho, so I guess that makes sense, kind of. This is his artist, formerly known as uh, Macho King, or Macho Man, I should say. Damn it, the joke was better if I started right. Yep, you suck. Good job, Savage. If only there was some sort of face that could help Jake Snake Roberts against these two dastardly heels. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess we should talk about it a little bit because it'll be kind of older news by then. How excited are you that Vince is the new board of directors member? Oh, so excited. Yeah. Don't worry, though. He won't be going towards creative. Yeah, right? That's... Oh, don't worry. He's just coming back to sell the company. That's all. Yeah. No, nothing nothing shady about that shit. And the two other members that were ousted when he got fired that came back. Yeah, no, that's shitty business. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much going to be done caring about Derby for a while. Like I'll I watch mean, old nothing surprising, WWE. So. I'm just I don't have the energy. Oh thank God, Piper. Oh thank God. Piper, please help your best friend Jake Roberts. Man, nineteen ninety, like everybody that's been in this match so far is somebody you recognize. Yeah. There's no mentors here. And Piper turns on Jake. Yeah, right. I feel like that's more of a Piper move anyway. Oh, man. Look at the action hero poses. <laughs> I will say that... um. DiBiase already looks like he's tired. He's clearly not like holding uh, back. Uh, Virgil, for the love of God, get in here and do this for me. That's why I pay you. I'm very curious to see. I pay you very well. That's basically the whole foundation of our relationship. That's right. And will continue to be so going forward. Forever. Kinda. Like, have you ever heard about what Virgil does sometimes, like signings and shit? I mean, I know he does signings. Well, what he'll do is he'll often advertise as if Ted DiBiase is going to be there too. Mm, Okay. And then people show up, it's just him. Uh Uh-oh. Oh my god, it's Hawk. That yeah. is clearly Road Warrior Hawk. Clearly. It's the Lord of War. Yeah, but what, what are we going to call him? Uh, Wardlow? The I like Lord Wardlow. of War. <laughs> call him the War Dog? War Dog. We can go ahead and team up with somebody named Joe and call it War Joe. That would never get over. <laughs> 
By the way, did you see that they did decide to go with Jungle Hook as the yeah, name for Jungle Boy? <laughs> I mean, come on. It was so easy. It's low-hanging fruit, but I'm okay with it. It is low-hanging fruit. Oh, look at the Wardlow. Or I said Wardlow again. The look Wardlow. At Wardlow. The Wardlow over there. By the way, that might be the title of this episode. The Wardlow. <laughs> that making no sense. <laughs> Most of my titles make no sense. The, the title for the episode coming up, the 1994 Rumble, is Brett Michaels Sucks. <sighs> so, yeah. And I don't think it was a joke that DJ Mamba and I actually made on the episode. I think it happened afterwards, and I told him I would make it the title of the episode. Consistency. That's what we yeah. have here. Consistency. <laughs> yeah, no way do I just make do things to make myself laugh. Yeah. Hey, if I'm laughing, I assume someone else is. I don't really pay attention to other people. Only there was another face to help. I mean, what would be the odds of that? There's only like, what, 20 other guys left. How many faces could there possibly be? That's fair. Oh, look, a face. He's running. Brett is running a little weird. Yeah. Okay. Is he a face? I mean, he went after. Okay, he's a face. I just had to think for a second, 90, is he a face? But yeah, no, he's past his heel phase. I think he is single at this point, right? Because we're going into, again, six, so he'd be fighting Piper for the Intercontinental title by then, right? Yeah, I believe you're right. Unless I'm off by a year, but I'm pretty sure 1990 is six. <laughs> uh, should be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, because Savage is Savage King, so it's after five, because yeah. five was the Mega Powers exploding, so. Oh, it's weird because I like I I know Rumbles I know who wins basically, but more talk is more like oh it's that Rumble, oh right, not them to give anything away. If you guys have never seen it before, enjoy. <clears throat> Savage using his butt cheeks to hold on the top rope, right? Classic maneuver. Yeah. On Brett. Brett! (sighs) (sighs) You're a future member of the NWO. Come on, man. (laughs) Yes. When I think Bret Hart, first thing I think of is his time in the NWO. Yeah, exactly. NWO Silver, or I believe it was also called NWO 2000, the best possible version of the NWO. Yep. With uh, Jeff Jarrett, future AEW Tag Team Champion. I have to say, I don't, like, I went on a limb and predicted on TikTok that Jarrett and Lethal were going to win the titles. I don't think they did as good a job at making a false finish in that match as I would have liked. Like, as I watched, I was like, oh, yeah, no, clearly it's not. The only reason I even predicted it was because I was like, oh, maybe, because they pinned him on Wednesday. So. But no, no, no. Audrey Edwards had to get involved, cause all sorts of trauma. Oh, by the way, if you're not watching along, Bad News Brown, yes, that Bad News Brown, just entered the ring. What the fuck was I thinking? Brett's not fighting Piper. It's Bad News Brown and Piper at six. Eight is Piper and Brett. I'm such an idiot. I'm sorry, everybody. I'll I'll just leave. I'll let Artie Vice do the rest of the show. Sorry, I'm back. Oh, God, Jake Snake's gone. He never even got to take out a snake. Hopefully somebody grabs it. Especially before Earthquake shows up and sits on it. Right. Let's go, Ted DiBiase. (laughs) Um, In some of the podcasts I've listened to, like with uh, Bruce Pritchard, he talks about how you basically get paid the same no matter where you come in at the Rumble. So there's not a lot of incentive to be the Iron Man other than to just do it for the sake of doing it. 
Yeah. Like, like I wouldn't mind getting paid, like eliminating 30 seconds if I'm not going to win. I mean, it doesn't really make much difference. I mean, I guess you could, you know, maximize your minutes, but you got to find somebody that's going to do more than the standard punch, fake out, dump thing. Yeah. Oh my God, the warlord. I said it right that time. Good job. Here we go. Oh, it's the son of a plumber. And also Sapphire's there. I don't know. I mean, she's there. Hi, Sapphire. So this is a good, um, for later this month when Cody enters the Rumble, this is a good Mm -hmm. what's going to happen. First, Cody's going to go right after Randy Savage. It's going to be interesting. (laughs) Cody's going to enter the Rumble. He's still injured. I, there was something this week that said like plans have changed on him, but I didn't look to see what they were saying. I'm, I uh, almost guarantee he's he's entering the Rumble. Yeah, no. If anything, I would guess that if plans have changed or if there's stuff like that leaking out, it's them trying to throw off the internet community. Yeah. <clears throat> Macho King uh, got screwed out, out of the wind by the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Son of a plumber, the father of a millionaire. Dusty, you should probably go have a talk with Virgil and why he was named Virgil, because that seems upsetting. And while we're at it, maybe you could talk to One Man Gang and figure out what was going on with that Akeem stuff. Bad News Brown still upset from WrestleMania 4 where Bret Hart destroyed his uh, trophy. That, is that too deep of a reference? No? Okay. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania 4, there was a battle royal for a trophy. Bad News Brown won it. Bret was the runner-up, and he destroyed the trophy. Oh, okay. I don't think it went anywhere other than that ever, but that happened. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, Dusty, hold on. Jesus. Hey, look, it's Andre. Hey, look. So basically, you want me to sit down? Yes, just yes, sit down, just, Andre. Just sit down. They can't. They can't eliminate you if you sit down. Like seriously, there it would be so easy. Just sit in the corner, and then when there's one person, you know, help yourself up, and you'll be fine. What the fuck, Wardlow? <laughs> Why are you taking on uh, Andre? He's not MJF. What are you... <laughs> I love how gingerly Heenan pulled down uh, Mr. Fuji. Right. Heenan, are you supposed to be a face? I don't understand what's happening here. That feels like a very face manager thing to do. I mean, not the cowardly running away part, but the rest of it. I wish um, we had more footage of Andre. Yeah. Because like this is the area you got the most, but it's de- it's way past his prime. Yeah. But whenever you get to see stuff from his prime, the little that's out there, it's like holy fuck, was he good? Audrey, I can't breathe. <laughs> it's called a work joke. If only there was another face. I mean, I uh, guess that counts. I guess that counts. <laughs> oh. The red cock. Here it comes. Cock-a-doodle-doo. I don't think that counts. He went right after Dusty. He might still be a bad guy at this point, because I remember when it first started, the Red Rooster was a Bobby Heenan guy. Oh. And then he went face when he turned on his family. Still bitching about today being the Red Rooster. 
That sets up WrestleMania 6 nicely. And there goes uh, Bad News Brown and Roddy Piper right to WrestleMania to do a not-at-all-awful idea for a match. What? To be fair, it wasn't actually the match that's awful. It's the fact that um, Piper painted himself in blackface. What? (laughs) Have you ever heard, um, I might have mentioned this before, but have you ever heard the Andre the Giant rib when it comes to that? No. So, as everyone who might be watching this knows or should know, WrestleMania 6, these two have a match. Piper paints half his body black because whatever, he thought it was a good idea. Um, He was supposed to use a water-soluble paint, but Andre switched out for a paint that was not water-soluble. So, Piper, no matter how much he scrubbed, could not get it off and had to fly home still half painted black and it took him like hmm. three or four days of turpentine to get off. So that's what I'm, and, and as Piper put it, what, what do you do? Like you can't confront Andre. Nope. <laughs> like you're just going to have to live with that and uh, go about your day. Here comes the ax. I think I'm right. Yeah, that's definitely ax. Bye red rooster. Maybe Red Rooster was supposed to be a good guy because he went after Andre yeah. and Andre's Keenan's guy. Oh, There's two guys who are on borrowed time with their career right now. Yep. Andre and Axe. Just, just, yeah. Do you th- so? Um, Bruce Pritchard will constantly talk about how he knows the Warlord and the Barbarian obviously were an LOD ripoff, but he'll defend to the death that Demolition was not an LOD ripoff. What do you oh, think? Really? I Cause... like, yeah. I I just I'm curious what you think because like I'm kind of halfway at this point because. Because they were so blatant with the Warlord and Barbarian, like it was yeah. so obvious that I do see the difference in Demolition. Yeah, they have their face painted, but they definitely have a lot more of their gimmick than I would give credit to. Although it is still kind of Mad Maxi, just a different version of Mad Max. Different, different version of it, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would say I'm going to give demolition their like their due that if they are a ripoff they're one of the more successful ripoffs ever because they were in their own right a really great tag team i mean they're probably the most successful ripoff ever what about nwo silver <laughs> andre <sighs> see we told you to sit down now just sit there you're fine yeah just sit there man you're good you don't need to get up well you're getting up you can just take a nap actually while you're you really good oh good haku the most dangerous man to enter the rumble. Yep. In some of the brightest pants possible. Uh, one day your sons are going to be pretty impressive, Haku. Yeah, they're going pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh-oh. Uh, although I think Andre... Must- better than Gorilla. What? Ain't nobody better than Gorilla. What? Uh. I get it because of things. Oh, speaking of New Japan, have you had a chance to see um, Mercedes? Oh, never mind. I'm just curious, like, if you saw her, like, um, yeah, her and what you thought of it. It was fine. It was whatever. I heard that a lot of the. Um, I didn't know this until I saw like a TikTok. That apparently, like the Japanese crowd, probably didn't know who she was that much because apparently WWE doesn't have a steady TV deal in Japan right now. Yeah, and they haven't toured in like years, and I I didn't even know that was possible at yeah. this point. But basically, yep. WWE is like the niche of Japan wrestling community. Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's not as like big. It's kind of weird that it's it sounds like. Um, 
new WWE is to New Japan wrestling fans as New Japan is to American wrestling fans. Basically, yeah. You're not wrong. Oh. So yeah, no, that was interesting. I'll tell you what, man. Next week, I'm gonna uh-huh. make you watch that Kenny Omega Will Osprey match because holy fuck. Yeah, I saw that it was really good. I saw some of the clips, but not all holy of it. Holy shit. Apparently Kenny Omega is now the bad guy in uh Japan, which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. I wonder if that he'll come match. out with the uh title this week for the um De La Muerte I don't know. whatever Escalera. Dude, man, that match was so fucking disgustingly good. And FTR lost their tag titles. Yep. Indeed they did. I mean, we all knew that they needed to lose. I just wasn't expecting it to be that quickly one after the other. I thought they'd lose one, hold yeah. on to the others for a while. I don't know, man. Maybe they're getting rid of... Well, I'm assuming a part of the reason they're dropping all the titles maybe to ease the workload a bit. There's that. And also, I think it, it had gotten to the point where you they needed to start losing to keep things fresh. Yeah. Because if you win all the time, it just gets boring. Right. That's fair. Then maybe go. I don't know. Maybe they're getting ready to pick up the AEW titles now. Maybe. I'm interested to see how the whole thing with the guns plays out because I really did like the whole funeral thing. That was pretty fun. That was yeah. That was well done. They like I, those kids could definitely have a real future. I know a lot of people know that already, but they have all the tools. Like even mm-hmm. more so than probably they have any right to at this at their age. So I don't think they're that young. I mean, Colt. I think Colton is, but I don't think Austin's that young. I will Google it myself because you Google the last name. I mean, how young are we calling young? I don't know. Well, I would usually say younger than us, but that's not much of a bar. That's not. That's not much anymore. Yeah, Austin's like twenty-eight. So yeah, I was gonna say I, I thought. My guess was Austin was in his late twenties and Colton was in his like early to mid twenties. Yeah, like no, maybe like twenty four Col- or something. Colton's thirty one. Colton's the older one. Apparently, I just looked up Colton Gunn in Austin. Yeah, it says Colton's thirty one. Get the fuck out. Yeah, really? You're right. He comes off with the younger one because that's what I, I could have sworn he was the the Jeff Hardy of the cup of the like brothers. Not according to the Google search I just preliminarily did. No way. I feel like he was he was televised as the younger one too. Yeah. Maybe they just like when he was first starting out, like I'm just double checking. Yeah, it says right there, Colton Gunn, age thirty one, born in nineteen ninety one. And Austin Gunn is what? 28, born in 1994. Yeah. Huh. Well, never yep. mind. Well, yeah, I could have sworn. I could have oh, sworn yeah. that they made him out to be the younger one. I mean, maybe they did. I like. I would have put money on uh, Colton being the younger one. Uh, maybe. I think they did. I think they made it seem like he was the younger one because he started wrestling later. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Like, Colton just started wrestling like two years ago. Yeah. Austin's been wrestling since 2017. That's, yeah. I mean, they're better. They are a little bit older than I thought they were, but they still are at that age where their better years, best years are still ahead of them. Yeah. So, also, at also, some point, Andre by demolition. Anybody keeping up with the rumble? Uh, also, I would also just like to point out that those two have barely been like, especially Colton Gunn, been wrestling two years, right? And they're doing this with FTR, yeah, and killing it. Yeah, we still have to see how they like. I know how they do in matches in general, but if they once we get them to like a uh, Briscoe FDR level match, see how they do, but yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of like the biggest, but also the final hurdle. <sighs> Everything else they've killed, so yeah. Oh my god, it's the super fly! 
why is Dusty not fighting Akeem? It's the matchup we've all been hoping for. Let us find out which dream is better. Oh, we don't get a chance to. Damn it, Jimmy Snuka. Another thing you've murdered, my hopes and dreams. (laughs) I feel like that might have been a little too soon, but I stand by it. Ted Biasi looks like he's about to die. Right? Uh, uh, just leave me down here. Leave me down here for just a little bit. Let me rest. Yeah, let me just. I'm gonna take a little nappy now. Please let me it's rest. Fine. Please let me rest a little. I really need it. Please. Thank you, Dusty, for not making me stand up on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in the crowd is really giving the ref the business. Uh, I think they're talking to Heenan. I mean, that's who I would be talking to. <laughs> this is actually, they did not fill up the ring a lot. Like, we're, we're down yeah. to how many people? Five people this late in the Rumble. Six. Oh, six. Sorry, I'm not so good with the counting. We know. Oh, here it comes. Canada's strongest man. And uh, the uh, mafia from Canada's number one cigarette seller, Dino Bravo. Like, it's such a Canadian way to die for organized crime, but over cigarettes. I don't know um, how much you've seen, but MJF had a really funny tweet today. And it was just like, you know, I don't think I take time to say how much I love Disney and Fox and basically every other company that is supposed to have bought or going to buy WWE. You just like list them all. (laughs) The one that really got me, which I don't think he listed. What? I said the man. He the man knows what he's doing. Like he does a good yeah. job with. He knows where to jump in, basically. Yeah. Oh, he. Speaking of him, he did huh. an interview, relatively recently. Uh-huh. Uh huh. With, oh, what's his name? Not Sam. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. It's the Not Sam Wrestling Podcast. He did an interview Uh on that, and it was, like, really, really, really good. I'll have to check it out. I'm still waiting for the episode of Hey EW with uh, MJF. It was weird because he was himself, but he was, like, real. I don't know how to explain it. I Yeah, I get the feeling that he's definitely one of those guys that He's not the MGF you see on TV, but the MGF you see on TV is literally just him at 11. Well, because he was like, like uh, uh, parts of the interview, he was like, uh, uh, he, he was like complimenting uh, Sami Zayn and just how much uh-huh. he absolutely loves Sami Zayn. Right. Um, let's see here. Oh, my Talking God. About the idea of, wow, he just got, okay. But yeah, he uh, talked about the idea of him ever becoming like a face, right, and stuff like that. Like it was just, it was, it was really cool. It was very, very interesting to see him talk more like, like as himself, but like out, right. more like kind of like outside of his wrestling persona. Yeah, not like like he was still himself, but it wasn't the character. It was him talking as the guy that does the character? Kind of, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it but was. Really, really, the- I really, really enjoyed it a lot. It was very oh, here we go. Here's a sumo matchup. Earthquake versus Aku. Aku wasn't a sumo wrestler. Wasn't he? I thought he really was. I, I, I knew so. Earthquake was. Oh, yeah. yeah, Earthquake was, but I don't think Aku was. Uh, Earthquake, by the way, who at this point is still called the Canadian Earthquake. He's uh, teaming with Dino Bravo. Um, is about 22 at this point. 
Like, he's ridiculously young. But he looks fucking 50. Oh, never mind. I'm wrong. Haku was a sumo? He was. Huh? I learned things and then I remember them. That's nice. I feel vindicated. Who is going to be number whatever number we're on? Because I really haven't been keeping track. There could be another 10. There could be another 40. I don't know. As the, you and Brett must have had a talk about like who was going to do the weirder run-in. Oh, that didn't work out so well for you, Anvil? Like, you're just going to run in and get beat up by three guys? Whatever. Oh, God. Okay, Shattered Dreams. Oh, wait, Dusty got eliminated. Damn it. I will say that was an impressive amount of lift that uh, Superfly added to getting Earthquake up there. Oh. Bye, Earthquake. That looked, yeah, that looked like a really awkward way to get taken out of that rain. There's a reason that most eliminations with big guys don't happen with that spot, and that spot's basically just a fake out. But you already know this, so I'll just I'll let you go. Talk to you later. By the way, anybody that wants to know what my dad looks like, um, one of the jokes that we made throughout my childhood is that Earthquake was his older brother. So that gives you a good idea. I could see that. You've met him. Yeah. Like even even at his smaller size, like he was like 300, 6'2 when I was a kid. Oh, double atomic drop. Why won't these... Dastardly faces leave poor Ted DiBiase alone. It's clearly a uh, hit job by President Jack Tunney trying to keep Ted DiBiase away from the title. Oh, wait, this isn't for a title. Why are you doing this to yourself, Ted? Okay, we're up to number 21. And he's already tired. Okay, here comes Uh Elfmore. You know what I love about the warrior? He respects everybody in that rain and in no way just ignored demolition pounding him. Absolutely in no way. And look at the smoothness of that elimination. (laughs) That is actually really good work for Virgil. Did you see Virgil in the background there? No. He had a hold of DiBiase's foot, so he couldn't be thrown out of the rain. Ah, okay. That was really good. I know it's hard to focus with all the flashing colors of the Ultimate Warrior. (laughs) I'm surprised at this point, because Vince was so in love with him, that he hasn't already eliminated everybody else in the rain. I feel like at this point, if it takes two of you to eliminate DiBiase, he's better than both of you combined. <laughs> he's been in there for literally like 43 minutes, because that's how long we've been recording. We basically started at the beginning. So. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Eight. I'm sorry. Ocho. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. One. Okay, it is Rick Martell, and he is in his model character. I had to wait for them to tell me because I really wasn't 100% sure what level of Rick Martell we're at. Because whenever I think of the model, I always think of that later version with like the, the uh, slick back hair and stuff. So...
I feel like that was a weird place to edit. Like, uh, Anvil had just been sent off the rope. Something big was supposed to happen. We went back to the corner for no reason. Oh, there goes uh, the smash. No. I mean, we missed Axe getting eliminated at some point. I don't even remember who did it. Come on, Warrior. Let's go, Warrior. Well. <laughs> all the little Warriors are all ready for this win. Oh, here we go. Another countdown. I think it's probably going to be. I don't actually know. Oh, Tito. wonder who he's going to go after. What? Rick Martell? What? Who Rick would have Martell. guessed? That's one of the weirdest storylines that never happened, which is another thing that uh, if you listen to enough of his podcast, he'll tell you about. Uh, yeah. Bruce Basically what happened was like Strikeforce was relatively successful. Like they were relatively over and then they broke up, but then they were, they broke up at a weird point in like the schedule. So if you went to the live shows back then, you got to see the like the blow off of them like you know fighting each other around the loop. By the time they came back around to another big event, though, they'd already been doing it for like six months, so it uh, never got a really blow off on TV because that's not what the business was about back then. What? Yeah, I know. Makes me wonder how I was a wrestling fan because all I got was the crappy leftovers. Oh well. Probably has nothing to do with my undiagnosed autism. Probably. <laughs> no, that can't be it. No, no. No, that can't be it. I didn't see a video today. Somebody pointing out that like um, people with autism and ADHD, uh, wrestling is a very common hyperfixation and felt attacked. I don't know why they would say such things about me or not me. I don't know. Felt like they were talking about me. I'm frustrated by the fact that Virgil keeps helping DiBiase, motherfucker. I mean, it's literally eight or something. That's <laughs> gonna say he's doing a better job than Wardlow ever did for MJF. Yeah, that's fair. War, like, say what you want about Wardlow. He's a lazy employee. <laughs> he's just so horrible. Only looking out for himself. Thinks he's better than he is. And all MJF ever did was like keep him and his little piggy family. Yep. You know, in money. Hey, speaking uh -oh, Elvis. Being a piggy. <laughs> Yours is funny. Mine was a callback to the beginning. Yours is funnier. Hey, Tonky I just... Tonk man. I want to take a second to give Jimmy Hart credit who went and changed his, uh, at least his jacket Yeah. in between his uh, guys being eliminated. Honky Tonk's like, no, I want to kick the crap out of the guy that ended my intercal title reign in 10 seconds mm. and didn't give a shit. Dibiase looks like he's about to fucking pass out. I don't know what you're <laughs> He looks fine. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, please. Oh, yeah. I hope Vince gives me a bonus. I mean, he got that discretionary fund to always buy steaks and shit. So, yeah. I wonder how long that lasted. Like, because he was there until, like, oh, he's uh, finally gone. And of course, it was the best Rumble competitor, the Warrior, that did it. Yep. So, I forget what the record is, but yeah, it's close to 50 minutes because we're about 50 minutes in right now. Yep. Like, I know, I think he at this point would have held the record. He, I, the I guy before so. was uh, actually Martell the year before. Come on, Tito. This is close. You're going to get to revenge. Yeah. 
What you don't know is DiBiase was so exhausted, he didn't actually leave ringside. He just rolled in. <laughs> he the just laid there. <laughs> he just gets to the back like, water? For the love of God, water? Oh, God. Oh, God. Your finest wine, please. Please. Oh, my God. It's Hulk Hogan. Whoa. (laughs) The current WWF champion. Fucking warrior. Right. Way to show your, you know, where you are in the rain. Just walking around somebody else's fucking Irish whip spot. Oh, God. I don't know. I feel like this Hogan guy might go places. But he also mm-hmm. is probably racist. So I mean, He might be. A bit of both. It's very possible. Okay. Apparently that wasn't the time. They like shot what? that like it was the time that the model was supposed to be eliminated and he yeah, just didn't go it out. Yeah, didn't happen. I'm wondering because like Warrior, the constant face, just eliminated Santana, the other fucking face. Yeah. Fucking moron. Um, I'm wondering if uh, it was just like a missed spot for a minute there and they just got back around to it and like Warrior might have been opposition because he was supposed to be a part of it. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how like choreographed the eliminations are. I know from what I've been able to gather is that you basically know when you're going to be eliminated by who comes out. Like that's mm-hmm. how they time it. But I don't know if like you then know how you're supposed to be eliminated. Or it's just like, no, you just have to be, have somebody throw you out of the rain at that point. Nine, eight, seven, six. Oh, wait, I didn't say Ocho. Sorry. <laughs> Three, two, one. Oh my God. The heartbreak kid. I mean, the, the less other rocker. talented rocker. Oh. <clears throat> Warrior, what the it. fuck are you doing? You, well, eliminating Shawn Michaels in like 30 seconds because okay. fuck the future. Oh my god. Oh my god. So this, um, for anybody that doesn't know, was actually the big litmus test on what WrestleMania six was going to be. Like, if the crowd hadn't reacted well to this, um, they probably would have done something else besides Warrior and Hogan because Vince hated uh, face versus face. Yeah. Not that either of them ever act like a face, really, when they break it down. Right. I hate face versus heel face. I hate heel face versus face heel. So stupid. Where are they going to stop? Probably somewhere in the middle. Oh, just the power of Hulkamania and the Warriors. Bobby, why are you still out there? All of your guys are eliminated at this point. Right? That was like the most movement I've seen from Hogan in a match. There's um we have to at some point do it. There's a new Japan match where he's like throwing drop kicks and doing real shit. It's really weird. Like he could do it, not well, but he could do it. Right. It's really weird to see him. And it's not even like nineties Hogan either. It's like this era Hogan, I think after he left for New Japan. Like you know that weird little time period where he did the whole thing with the belt and everything? Yeah. Which, for anybody else, there was a point where Hogan did a New Japan stint where he had the World Belt, World Wrestling Federation belt, hmm. and promo where he's like, "This is a toy. This doesn't mean anything to me. I want the belts, whoever it was was holding, for New Japan at the time." And now it's shown up on the internet, and people are like, "What the fuck?" It's like, no, back then nobody in America would ever have seen that, like nope. ever. Oh, thank God. The barbarian's here. I mean, animal. I mean, barbarian. Barb animal. 
tarp animal indeed. <laughs> it's not a high bar, but he's definitely the um, more talented. Uh, I don't know if Rick Rude's in this match. He's definitely the more talented of the uh, powers of pain. Like, Rick Rude either just entered the match without a countdown, or Rick Rude's not in this match. I definitely think that's what happened. He came in early. Yeah. He must have just missed his cue or something. I mean, I don't know who's going to win this match. But my money's on Rick Rude. I'm just going to say it. Absolutely. Because Warner doesn't feel like he's ready. Hogan doesn't need the spotlight. He's not that kind of guy. Barbarian's a tag guy, so it's got to be Rick Rude. Yep. <laughs> oh. Rick Rude is more talented than all three of the people in the ring with him right now as far as wrestling goes. Yeah. That's not I mean, even close. Not even close, yeah. I'm just saying, any three people that are at this level of wrestling, you'd think that they should be able to beat any other one. Nope. Barbarian, for the love of God, get over here. I know you're working for Fuji, but you used to work for Heenan, I huh. think. I don't know. It's a weird mix of babies. I think there was a time when Barbarian was managed by... I'm going to look that up. Because I really do think there was a moment. But the Heenan family was also so big at one point that it was just like every other person was a Heenan member. Barbarian. Manage. That was odd. Ultimate Warrior running away like a little bitch. Man, yeah. Yeah, no, that's not like even from his weird character standpoint, that makes no sense. The mighty no, Hercules. Damn it, that's what I was gonna say. Don't worry though, the mighty Hercules is here. Sorry, I'm talking and texting, not my best thing. Nope. Yes, he did, but it might have been after this period. Um I have a a, thing, a clip here that says Mr. Fuji sells the powers of pain, warrior and barbarian to Slick and Bobby Heenan. Okay. So I, I bet Bobby Heenan got you know one and Slick got the other. <laughs> because back in the eighties, early nineties, managers sold the wrestlers as if they were property. Yep. Not their contract. Oh no no no! no. no. They no. sold them in body themselves. Their body for pleasure. What? <laughs> I was just watching the South Park episode with Awesome <laughs> are, are you programmed for pleasure, Awesome Pleasure, Awesome <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Scott. I think that might be one of my favorite episodes. It was really good. Yeah. There's something about that era. It's like 2003, like a lot of stuff that just mm-hmm. is the South Park I think of when I think of South Park. Yeah. Uh, Hogan with the classic face eye rake. Every, like, and it's not like he does that sparingly. Every match, no, every match. he will do it. There's the back Classic rake. face back rake. Oh, Hulk God. Hogan is the original Grey Jedi. <laughs> if I were better at memes, I would make one with Hulk Hogan and say, not my Mace Windu. Uh-oh. So that's the last entry, because they, they said at the beginning that Mr. Perfect got number 30. Yeah. I don't know, with this field, and it being 1990 and all, it's pretty much anybody's match at this point. Oh, yeah, totally. By the way, we finally got uh, enough wrestling talent, so it's not all in Rick Rude at this point. Yeah, thank God. 
<laughs> so Kurt Henning showing up to do that. There goes Barbarian. Oh, man. <laughs> they like, I know it's still relatively early. It's only like the second year they did the Rumble as its own event. But there's literally no chance, maybe, you think in 90, that he, that uh, Mr. Perfect might win. Yeah. But no. you don't have anybody else in there that's a possibility. Nope. Well, there goes the mighty Hercules. Yep. Here's a handicap match for the NWO. How dare you make a second fiddle? <laughs> okay, so you guys, as the talented heels that you are, you throw Hogan out right now, and uh, you take care of it yourselves. Yep. Man. Two of these guys are really good wrestlers. <laughs> One of these guys has a lot of world titles. And I'm and um, I'm going to say that if we did get to see Hogan get eliminated, it'd be really fun to watch Mr. Perfect actually to wrestle Rick Rude because I don't know if that ever happened. I doubt it. If it did, it was early in their careers. It wasn't that high profile. Well, there goes Ugh. Rick Rude. Yep. Come on, Mr. Perfect. Let's see that perfection. At this point, you're the young uh, upstart heel. It might be good for he to eliminate Hogan to sort of set up a few later on. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'd be pretty I, good. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a good match, right? Yeah, Mr. Perfect would be a great heel for Hogan to challenge. So we're agreed that Mr. Perfect's clearly going to win this match to set He's up got a it, feud, right? To set up a feud, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's so fun to apply logic to early 90s WWF when logic was never an issue. Because you don't understand, if Mr. Perfect wins, Hogan would not be able to pose. Yeah. Do you, you see how that's a problem? It's not allowed. You call that a finisher? <sighs> yeah. Like, way to protect the finish, Hogan. Like, not even give it a second before you start not hulking up. even. Like, I know it's not an impact move. I know it's supposed to be a pin, but you could have given it, like, a, a second. Like, just maybe two. I don't know. Uh. Uh-oh. And the crowd goes. Going mild. Okay. Yeah, like, they're not even that over with it. I mean, this is 1990, but it still should be pretty strong Hulkamania. Also, that elimination's always bothered me because I feel like that's the more dangerous place to throw him. So oh, absolutely. So, throws him over the corner. It is absolutely and, the more dangerous one. And to nobody's surprise, um, anybody that knows the era of Royal Rumbles when it didn't matter who won, Hulk Hogan wins. Yep. We'll live forever. Right. No matter what you say. All right, so there we no, go. I, don't think you understand. I will not allow them to make me lose. <laughs> that doesn't work for me, brother. I mean, come on. Uh, no, literally, like that is the mantra that was back then. Hogan must pose. Like, yep. Don't. Which, by the way, I get that. I, I do. Crowd loved it, but there's no reason you couldn't have had perfect win. Hogan get back in the ring because he's not a face. Like, fight Hogan. Um, perfect off and then pose. Same result in the pose. You get more on Mr. Perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever. It's yeah, but then, then it, Hogan wouldn't win. <laughs> I forgot about that part. That is true. Hogan wouldn't win. Yeah. All right. So this Friday will be Royal Rumble 1994 uh, with me and DJ Man. The way he was talking, I didn't realize this. I think that was the first Royal Rumble he'd ever seen. So, no. yeah, like he, like I had no to explain to him the rules and shit. Like, um, really? I can, I'll double check with him, but I really do. It felt like that, which is cool because I got to explain shit that I normally wouldn't. Like, if you want to know why DiBiase is called the Iron Man, can't figure it out. 
check it out. Check it out. And then next week will be Chaos Ringside. We'll go into more detail on all the AEW stuff that we sort of mentioned here. Uh, then the week after, we'll do this again. Another, what do we call it? Chaos, uh, Royal Chaos. Royal Chaos, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Royal Chaos, where we do another random drawing of a rumble, except for, of course, 94, 98, which you can look at the archive, um, or this one, 90. So we'll see what we end up with. Um I think that's about it. Oh, in the next couple of weeks will be Voyager. Uh, the way I looked it up was um, the last one we did at Deep Space Nine was the fifth. So there was actually a Voyager that happened on the same day. So we're going to get to that one, which is like two okay. away. And then we'll go back to going back and forth. Um, next week is actually Threshold, which I'm, I want to put this out there, is considered by some the worst Star Trek all Star Trek episode period. Wow. Like it is Legit. hated. I don't hate it as much as everybody else. Cause I don't hate most things as much as everybody else. Right. But it is like that level of like fuck for a lot of fans. So yeah, yeah. we'll check that out. I hope everybody has a, a good week and uh, we'll see you soon. Do <laughs>